Hi, podcast layers. We're back. It's full. You know what time it is. I got my basic bitch chai latte here ready to go. We have so much to recap from over the summer and Halloween. But first, I want to get into some humanitarianism. Since June, I've been shooting way more men and working with a lot of new faces. One of them I met is Randy Bowen Jr. He is a fantastic model, actor, and activist who hails from Alabama but is currently signed with State in New York City. He's done some really dope stuff for BET and he works with mental health foundations that are near and dear to his heart. As you guys know, I love collaborating with people who really have a voice and have something to say. So I was really impressed getting to chop it up with him. So yeah, I'll let you guys listen to that mini interview right now. Hey, Randy. (laughs) And hey, Slayers. I'm here with Randy Bolden. He's a professional model and actor from New York City, and he's signed to State Models. And yeah, Randy, tell me a little bit about yourself and your experiences in the industry, who you work with. Um, I know you work for mental health companies, if you can elaborate a little bit about that. Yeah, so I'm Randy. Uh, I am originally from Birmingham, Alabama. I've been in New York for about 10 years, and my experiences as far as mental health and the industry has been very much so up and down. It's been peaks and valleys, you know, the valleys deeper than the peaks usually. Yeah. And with that, you know, the cat and mouse game of so much rejection, so much, you know, self-doubt a lot of times, so much um, lack of confidence that can come from direct, you know, interactions with the industry, casting directors, you know, agents, modeling agencies, all of that can really beat you down. But what I found to be helpful is, you know, resources, talking to people. I started going to therapy, you know, I've done couples therapy. I've done all these things to make sure that I understand my role in taking control of how I feel and how I move and how I treat other people as a result of not feeling good about myself. So it's just Um, so many things that mental health can hit and affect so once you figure that out and I mean it's not easy I'm making it sound like it's like a cakewalk and it's not and I'm still working on my mental health you know it's an ongoing journey and um, I recently partnered with Strive Counseling it's a um, therapy uh, conducive therapy in Birmingham Alabama and where I'm from you know Alabama it's like we don't really look at therapy as a safe haven you know especially within the black community it's like go drink some water and sit down you know somewhere so um just changing the stigma and embracing the fact that we all need help sometimes yes i love that you said that that's that's very true uh in communities even in the latin community where it's like let's just color yeah yeah, any community of color it's like let's just stick a band-aid on it like girl you'll be fine you'll be okay in the morning (laughs) (laughs) right exactly throw some nail spores and throw some vaseline throw some vaseline you'll be good (laughs) put some vicks on your chest you'll be okay you'll be good (laughs) your mental health will be all right you'll be okay oh my goodness I love that. I did see there was another um, there was another company that you work closely with. I think it started with an M. I read on your bio. First date. I'm trying to think. It's no telling. Right. I'm trying to think what it was. Um, Let's see. I'm like thinking. Right. It was an alliance of brothers. I'm trying to think what it was. 
Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, that's it. Yes, I'm like an <laughs> M. Like, I, We're I, both trying I work to with them all the time. So mobilizing our brothers' initiatives. That's it. Moby. That's it. And this is an organization that focuses on communities of color, especially in the queer community and making, you know, the visibility there and trying to decrease the marginalized numbers that we all experience um, within the community and creating resources for people to get help, whether it's mental health, sexual health, you know, educational resources. All of these things are kind of an umbrella organization um, up under Moby. And the, I've been working for working with them for about three or four years now. And wow. every experience has been great. And just having people kind of, you know, not saying that I'm a role model, but younger people within the community looking up to looking me that's up. something that you know I really cherish and I don't take for granted because I kind of wish I had that growing up yes. in Alabama in the sticks oh you know gosh. versus definitely, definitely. yeah it, it means something it means something that's incredible yeah. I was reading up you if you guys you need to read up a little bit on Randy his story in the acting and the business can you tell everyone a little bit about uh BET how that came to be yeah um, so I did a docu-series um, showcasing Young Hustlers in Brooklyn in 2008. We filmed in the summer of 2008 and the show aired from October to December. So um, my experience was, you know, I applied and then they wanted to know about my love life and what that looked like. And then they were like, oh, it's his first, you know, queer relationship. Wow. So they ran with that, casted my partner. Um, and I will say it was an experience that changed my life and taught me so much about myself because that's where I actually, you know, came out to my family wow. and, you know, embraced all of who I am as a man on a national level. So yeah. um, I have chills talking about oh it because it was such a um, scary experience and then, you know, a rewarding experience after so much love that I got yeah, um, from doing that and the support and fans and like all of that. So it just it just warmed my heart and that's I appreciate just incredible and to be able to do that on camera oh. I mean that is one of the most bravest things that you can do yeah. without any cameras yeah. and then um, my parents are ministers in the south wow. so I had to really like be like okay Randy you have to really be able to like risk it all yeah. for yourself to be you know fully authentic so wow yeah. that's incredible oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like one more week that's wig. a lot that's yeah that's a snatch my yeah. wig that snatch my curls right off my head because I can't believe that yeah yeah oh my gosh and then also how big for the network it's kind of it's kind of crazy to even think that being the first right first gay couple, gay couple on, on BT, BT. Yeah. that's like a that's insane yeah. to even think about. And when was this? This was this was 2018. Wow. So you know, think about that how ain't much long ago. I, exactly. <laughs> think about how long it took to get there. Oh my goodness. You know, I won't go into the specifics of filming and what all that looked like yeah. and the stereotypes that was kind of surrounding. Oh, of course. The plot. Yeah. So it's still a lot that we have to change. And still so much we have to work on. But you know, baby steps, steps exactly. into the light. Exactly. And so. I. Ooh, I know. Yeah. I've dealt with TV and behind so the scenes. So you already know. Production teams. And yes, Luke, I know all about it. Trying to get what it. they want. And, you know, anything keep it lively the, in the anything drama. Anything for the so. drama, for the shots. Exactly. For, you know, we know exactly. how that goes. Even the reality, right, not being reality yep. um, with TV. So exactly. we know how that is. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And so now you're signed. Are you just signed to state or do you have a mother agency uh, back um, home? Ooh, I haven't had a yeah. mother agency in a while. But <laughs> I am signed in... Um, Los Angeles with NTA. Oh, amazing. Yeah, so amazing. here, stay, and then... You buy Coastal? Do you do? Yeah, I go back and... Well, most of the stuff on the West Coast is self-tape-based, so I don't necessarily have to be, like, you know, in-person castings, okay. but... 
Because if I book it, I'll be on a flight headed yes. there to get the money, you know. Yeah, so exactly. that's the goal. Perfect. That's the goal. Ah, thank you so much, Randy, for sharing a little bit yeah. about your story and for sharing all these amazing resources. This yeah. is really important um, to have more models, photographers, artists in general speaking out about this exactly. and, you know, what we go through in the industry and sharing their resources. So thank you so much, thank Randy. Thank you so much for having me. I've enjoyed you so much. Thank, thank you. you. So yeah, you guys, that was part of our conversation. I really look forward to speaking with Randy again and shout out to him for spreading the awareness. Before we move on, I would like to take some time out and share some mental health foundations I found locally. There is the New York City National Alliance of Health, the Center for Urban Community Services, Glendale Mental Health, Vibrant, Mental Health Association of New York, Queens Case Behavioral Health Care, the Mental Health Association of New York. These are all doing really great things. And if anyone has recommendations that are all-inclusive, LGBT and PACA-inclusive, please email me at lindsaymarielopez at gmail.com. That's L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-M-A-R-I-E-L-O-P-E-Z at gmail.com. Let's get into this recap of the summer, you guys. Wow, where do I begin? New York Fashion Week. You know, I've kind of sat out New York Fashion Week a little bit. Um, but yeah, this year I walked. It's really surreal. I started my career modeling, as you guys may know. Um, winding down into my career, older, wiser, settling down in all aspects of my life, it just feels full circle from 17 to now 29 to model again. And, you know, I had to give that part of my life up a little bit to be behind the scenes. I've always did modeling and, you know, I, I did the TV stuff and I did a lot of commercial stuff here and there. But <laughs> it's so funny with New York Fashion Week, um... You know, I, I've I've kind of talked about this a little bit to go from sneaking in to fashion shows to being not only invited, but actually able to walk a runway. It's just really wild. It's really fucking wild. And I feel vindicated and it gives you that I made it mama. I made it, you know, type of feeling like I did what I set out to, you know, um, yeah, I mean, there's still, of course, so much more that I want to do in this lifetime. But as far as photography and modeling go, I really feel like I'm at a place of comfort where I did everything. I, I, Not that I never knew I could do. I've always been really confident. But I did everything that I kind of aimed to do, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, that was goals to be able to walk, especially also being a shorter model, you know, being five foot seven in an industry of five foot teners. <laughs> um, you know, it's just you don't get to think that you you might be able to have those opportunities just strictly based off of, you know, requirements, you know, restrictions um, in the high fashion world. So it's awesome to be able to be recognized for my abilities and for somebody, some type of designer to want to put me up there and represent their clothing. It's insane and it's great. And I'm just nothing but grateful. Um, uh, somebody actually asked me if I get nervous. You know, like I said, I've always been pretty confident when it comes to performing. Like even in high school, anything artistic that I had to do, I was always very confident child, like getting up in front of the class and performing something. I was always fine with that. Um, so yeah, 
performing, any anything having to perform or move my body, you know, in front of a camera. Um, I never really get too nervous before performing any type of thing, but I definitely do get those like pre jitters that those butterflies in my stomach that pit in my stomach like right before almost like immediately before you're about to go on a roller coaster that type of feeling does happen for me um similar to like before I would go on tv of course it's like this feeling of like oh my goodness it's my turn to go out in front of cameras in front of all these people but yeah I just kind of go with the flow and tell myself to be myself to walk like myself there's definitely different um walking training that is required depending upon the designer this designer was a little more like easygoing and fluid and we could just walk as we please so that's what I did and I felt confident and good about it what else is going on so as far as photography goes you know I've been editing for years now I mean it's been a decade um What's really common with retouchers, photo retouchers, photographers, editors, video gamers is having some hand issues. It also runs in my family. My wrist was like kind of bothering me, an uncomfortable feeling. Gradually, it's kind of gone up to the back of my elbow. So I was wearing a brace for a little bit and really like delayed on editing. And so that's why if you look at my Instagram, there's like little gaps in between edit i mean there's been gaps between everything even this podcast (laughs) because life has been fucking like a little crazy lately but with a bunch of twists and turns but yeah um this is one of them you know i've had some like arm issues and was advised to really rest my arm i had to tell all of my agents like i need a little bit of time um so yeah i've just been trying to rest it really stay off the phone as much social media really is you know not the best (laughs) thing uh for your for your hands and and you know getting up immediately waking up checking my phone doing all that you know I I had to like cut it down a lot and the editing on the phone because I do have all my editing software on my phone like most of the time when friends or family you know are yelling at me to stop being on the phone I'm not like on social media or talking to anyone I'm just editing photos <laughs> uh and so yeah that's like taking its hold on my wrist a little I do have an ortho appointment this week we'll see what happens hopefully all goes well maybe do a little exercise physical therapy and I you know catch it early before anything else you know goes too wrong with it um yeah, let's talk about trips, summer trips. We spoke about Montreal shenanigans in the last episode. Montreal was great. Canadians, I love you. Adopt me. Take me in. Give me shelter. I love Montreal. I love everything about it. I love the neighborhood. Speaking of Montreal, if you don't know the Canadian DJ from Montreal named Kay Trinata, you don't know what you're missing. Just saw him in concert in Brooklyn. Fucking phenomenal. It was also phenomenal to be able to like go to a concert. This is really my first one since honestly the whole pandemic so a couple years now it's crazy to say that but yeah to be in a in a big crowd like that and all just vibing out feeling the music it was great and um yeah I went to Mexico I went to Mexico you know yeah never been out the country besides Canada so it was amazing (laughs) i have i really have no words for mexico it's i can imagine probably one of the most hospitable places to visit like it's just everyone there is just so so 
I don't even know the word for it. I, I <laughs> I'm looking across right, looking across right now. Like, I, I, my friend, like, I really don't even know the word for it. It's just so. Everyone there really, they're so hardworking. They're so hospitable. They're so friendly. Um, every single employee at 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 the resort, we stayed at a Dreams. There's li- multiple little like categories of the dreams hotels dreams is now partnered with hyatt resorts um so yes bougie great all-inclusive but super fucking affordable number one for me and my boyfriend to stay all-inclusive and i i'm an all-inclusive girl from now on if you ain't all-inclusive don't invite me because being able to walk up to a bar as many times as i want and just you know leave fantastic of course, still tipping the bartender, still still giving tips to everyone, you know, locally. But being able to kind of just go to any restaurant you want in the hotel and then walk away. Great. <laughs> I'm like, I wish fucking life was like this. Let me just put one big lump sum, one big down payment and just walk away from the restaurant. Like, it's just great. It's just there's nothing quite like all inclusive. Um, but yeah, Dreams was great. We stayed at Dreams Natura. It was more of a, a family vibe. But they have so much to do for kids, but they kind of separated a little bit. So like that, the kids have their own shit to do on one side. So, I mean, let me tell you, these were some of the most well-behaved kids I'd ever seen <laughs> in, in Cancun. Like these kids were quiet. There was no screaming. There was no crying. There was none of that, which was lovely. But Dreams also does have, this is now turning into an ad for Dreams. Dreams, sponsor me. But yeah. No, seriously, though, they, Dreams also has little categories. They have secrets. They have, like, just uh, hotels specifically designed for couples, hotels specifically designed for children, hotels specifically designed for partying. So they have all, little hotels with, like, broken down into categories for whatever the vibe you want. And I, I didn't know that, honestly, before I had booked this. I might have chosen another one, but I'm glad I didn't because this experience here was wonderful. The entire staff, everyone was wonderful. Um, couldn't have asked for anything better. Um, this was also the first time kind of just like, I'm I'm not a cheap person, but I'm not a, a big spender in the sense of spending money on myself. I'm more of a person who will spend on other people, like gifts for family members. And I'm more of a spender on big things, like life, long-term things. I'm more of a saver because when I do spend my money, if I'm going to spend my money on something designer or anything, it's going to be something that I know I'm going to get a fuck, like a fuck ton of use out of. You know what I mean? So, ah. Uh, yeah, just a lot of use out of. I like to get a lot of use out of things. So, yeah. I am the type of person who I like to save. I like to save up. And I kind of just wasn't I wasn't sure about booking this trip. But I booked it anyway. And because I'm just, you know, I'm just always overthinking. I'm like, oh my goodness, like, you know... I could be using this money for something else or yada, yada, yada. But something I'm learning as I get older is like life is is really short for real. And when people say, you know, travel, traveling is important. Seeing the world is important. I didn't really understand that. Now I do. Like now I understand the, the value of experience, you know, and it's like, you know what, Lindsay, 
that money will come back. You will bust your ass and you'll make that money back. Take this time, take this experience for yourself. I just wanted to do it. I wanted to book that trip. If anyone knows me, I also am still dying to go to Egypt and I decided I'm going to make that happen for myself. Maybe next year when I'm 30. We'll see. But yeah, so I'm glad I booked this trip. I'm glad I went. Cancun is everything and then some. They also, in the hotel, in the resorts, they have all these excursions you can do. Like if you want to leave town and take a safe travel. Like everything is is safe, you know, when you're traveling all-inclusive at one of these resorts. They make everything as safe as possible. They have full staff devoted to literally taking you from point a to point b you know from the moment you get off the plane there's people waiting for you to take you to the hotel from the moment you're at the hotel if you want to go into town and do an excursion there's people that are going to pull up in a taxi for you to go into town you know so everything is really fully mapped out there's also like full transit systems but of course if you find that sketch or whatever you don't want to like travel on your own you can definitely opt to get transportation included in your package which i think is the safest bet especially if it's your first time traveling you know out of the country um yeah or and you're a small group of people definitely do that so yeah um we opted to go see uh chichen itza which is you know mayan culture and um that was incredible that was incredible to see it was it's 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 like looking at at pyramids of mexico (laughs) like it's amazing it was amazing to learn the history and and mayan culture and that was incredible and and really like it really being there was like wow i'm in mexico you know because when you're at a resort sometimes it's like i could be here anywhere not anywhere i can't be here in new york right like i can't new york doesn't have you know resorts like this but it's like this is like you know any other beach but when you step out into town safely, you know, it's when you really get to experience the roots, the roots of where you're at. And being at Chichen Itza really was like, wow, I'm in Mexico, you know, and, and going into town. It was amazing. Having an authentic traditional meal in town. Um, And then... Yeah, they also have like the famous nightclub, Coco Bongo, where that you can go to. There's so many things that you could do in Cancun. Highly recommend. It's a party town for a reason. There's a million party uh, resorts that are like strictly devoted to partying. (laughs) So if you're a younger crowd, you're looking to like get shit faced in your 20s. Sure, you can go to a bunch of like resorts on the strip that are devoted to that where they just have day drinking parties all day long. Um, kind of like Vegas and then if you like want a family vibe they have all that too so Mexico 10 out of 10 highly recommend we went for uh four days and it was perfect can't wait to go back what else um yeah let's talk about relationships y'all know this is one of my favorite topics <laughs> a lot of people that have been listening to the pod probably want to know like what's going on in love life um situation y'all know i got a man um yeah still with him still with my man brought him on the vacation with me <laughs> it was great he has been great he has exciting things going on um in his career and everything and so he's he works a lot and you know we get our nights our nights are like our biggest our most important time together (laughs) but yeah he's great everything's been great you know it's so funny because like when you were in 
monogamous like long-term relationships and then you leave one because of and you get tired of them you know and you get tired of being played and tired of bullshit tired of being cheated on whatever you come from a trauma with past relationships and then you kind of decide that you want to take a break but then you meet someone new and you're like okay maybe I don't need to take a break maybe I will give this person a chance and you're in this new fresh kind of healthy situation it almost doesn't feel normal right like people that have that come from trauma are gonna understand what I'm talking about when I say this it almost doesn't feel normal when things are so fucking normal (laughs) like oh my gosh like it's so true like it almost doesn't feel like real life it almost feels like man kind of like that old saying like you're waiting for when when things are too good they're too good to be true like you're waiting for the other shoe to drop and that sounds so cynical but it really is the truth right when you come from trauma when things are not traumatic and in chaos when you're not fighting every day with someone it's almost like you don't know how to act like you literally don't know how to act like I forgot how to just be a regular person in a regular normal relationship and probably because I never really had that you know so you know something I've been doing with my therapy with myself you know because therapy is important no matter who you are um if you want healthy relationships if you want a healthy relationship with someone else or with yourself it's important to self-reflect and I've been self-reflecting a fuck ton lately Because one thing I do realize about this relationship I'm in now is that it's really important to recognize your triggers. You know, everyone has triggers, especially if they come from trauma. It's so important to to know your triggers and to express them to others. Because if people don't know your triggers... They're going to find it, this could be a friendship, whether they're your friend or, you know, your lover, your partner, your spouse. People, anyone is going to find it really, really confusing when they piss you off if they don't know your triggers. You know what I mean? It's also really important to highlight the difference between triggers and actual red flags. A lot of times we confuse the two. Like a lot of times we think, oh my God, this is a red flag. It's really not a red flag. It's really might be a little bit of paranoia because you're triggered by something that happened similar in your past, you know, or you might think that something that's happening now might be leading up to something that happened from your past, even though it's not, even though the person's really not even doing anything wrong, you know, but one little comment or one little thing you might see, one little thing that someone might say the wrong way could literally send you right back to a point in history, a point in your past where something went totally left, something went totally wrong. So now you're triggered by it, you know? Meanwhile, the person you're with is looking at you like, the hell is wrong with you? Like, why are you triggered right now? What did I do wrong? Because they don't understand what your triggers are. They don't understand the trauma that you have and what happened before. So it's really, really, I can't stress this enough, important to have those conversations with a new partner. Like, opening up about past trauma is really, really important because it will help them to understand you a lot better and it will help them to, it will help them to compromise with you and just knowing your triggers will will help your relationship. You know what I mean? And those conversations are so uncomfortable and difficult to have. And I feel like a lot of people don't like to talk about past trauma with new partners because they don't want to send them for the hills. You know what I mean? Like they feel like if they open up, 
they're going to think they're crazy or they're going to think they're like damaged goods or something. And that's really sad because the real reality and the real fact of the matter is that like someone who truly loves you or is falling in love with you or just wants to develop a romantic long-term relationship with you or wants to keep a relationship with you is not going to run when they hear past trauma of yours is not going to run when they hear your triggers you know someone who really wants to make it work is not going to run is not going to abandon you and I think that's really important to say so yeah I've been just like figuring out you know what I'm okay with and what I'm not okay with setting boundaries like in this relationship I really feel like I've done a better job at at expressing my boundaries and expressing the things that I'm okay with and the things I'm genuinely not okay with. And I do feel like my partner in this relationship has done a really great job at accepting my boundaries and respecting them, you know? And that's just not something I've ever had before. So yeah, I'm grateful. <laughs> uh, it's ugh, it's disgusting. It's so corny. Ugh, it makes me sick. Love. But yeah, um, that's what's been going on with that. I also wanted to do something cute, um, for a pod episode. Like, if you have any fun dating stories from this summer, some absurd stories you want to share with me, or just some funny relationship stories in general, DM or email me because you might be on the pod. Um, I would love to hear it. I'd love to read some fun, lighthearted relationship stuff because we talk about a lot of serious relationship stuff. So yeah, that's really what's been going on. That's a little mini recap of the summer and everything that's been going on. As always, thank you guys for listening. Bye, Slayers.